Hi, girlies. Welcome back to the Love Your Body podcast. It's your host, Avery, here, and today we are going to break down a couple life lessons I have learned over the past few years, and I just want to make them applicable to you, I guess. You know, I usually keep these episodes packed with like quick information so you can become empowered in your education, make the best choices for you that are going to allow you to just hit your health and wellness goals to your optimal fruition, right? But today I do want to share a little bit about some life lessons I've learned lately. You know, I want to get a little vulnerable, a little personal here. I feel like it's important to have some of these conversations and just to see like, oh my gosh, we're all human and we all struggle with certain things. And I just want to share from my experience how I've gotten through some of my struggles in hopes that it will help you too. And like, as I was trying to think about what to speak for this week's episode, this is honestly what came to mind. Like, I just truly kind of felt called to share this and it just makes me feel confident that like at least one of you listening today needs to hear some of this too. I'm also a pretty open person, always open for questions, always open to have a conversation. And I honestly like sharing personal things. Um, you know, to an extent, obviously. And I always appreciate vulnerability because I feel like as a human, that's a really important concept for us to master. It allows us to have more authentic connection. And honestly, I truly believe that it makes life better, <laughs> makes it easier and us happier if we can be vulnerable with other people and the people that we love. And honestly, I do trust you. <laughs> I trust you and I, I want to challenge myself just to maybe get a little bit uncomfortable today and, you know, share these thoughts, share these lessons with you because I feel that they will be applicable and they will be helpful and you will learn something from this today. So far, 2023 has been one of the most transformative years for me and we're only like six, seven months in. So much has changed, so many lessons have been learned, and I know that there is so much room to grow, and I'm just like unlocking all of these beliefs and thoughts and just learning so much about myself. It's been absolutely amazing, and there have definitely been ups and downs, but I've been grateful for every encounter, for every opportunity, for every lesson. It's just been so empowering and impactful, but I want to kind of take a sidebar here. So one of the very first things that I've always taught my clients from the beginning of starting my business is affirmations. And we start this at a basic level, really. It's just based on the idea that you create your own reality, right? And so if I can give you a little psychology here, if you will, um, our brain is pretty amazing and it's pretty cool and it wants to protect us, right? So as we go through life, we pick up on these cues and these beliefs and how we interpret our reality. We all have our own perception of the world, of life, of what's in front of us. And our brains really don't like to be wrong. Like it makes us super uncomfortable. It makes our brains super uncomfortable to be wrong, especially the older we get or the longer that we've believed something, it can be even harder to change that belief. When it comes to creating beliefs, we actually have neural connections. And so we have all these neurons in our brain that communicate with each other, that make our brain function. It has all these jobs to create a thought, to create an idea, to pull out a memory, to tell our organs to do this, to control our heartbeat, like all these things. Like our neurons are constantly firing and working and there's so many of them, it's amazing. And so when you form a new belief, two or more neurons actually make a connection. And when these connect, they can make new little squiggles like visibly on your brain and it's 
it's just amazing. The brain's so cool. But when this happens, it's literally forming a connection. So it's kind of like solidifying that belief. And that's why it can feel really uncomfortable to challenge that belief. So for example, again, at this basic level, if you believe that you are lonely and nobody likes you, like you've just believed that for so long, maybe past experiences have reinforced this belief, maybe self-talk has reinforced this belief, maybe the criticism of others has reinforced this belief, that's just your reality. That's true for you. You're like, man, like I'm so fucking lonely. Like I, nobody likes me, right? And that's just something you've learned over time and you've accepted over time. Obviously it sucks to live like this. Let's just be completely honest. Nobody wants to feel lonely. Nobody wants to feel like nobody likes them. And so a lot of times too, when we have beliefs like this, we can find evidence that it's not true, but we tend to overlook it because again, our brain doesn't want to be wrong. And so one of the ways that we can start to do this is affirmations, right? And this is what, again, I teach my clients in the very beginning. So first of all, we want to start looking for evidence that this is not true or doesn't have to be true. Chances are your, your mom loves you, right? Or your grandmother or a cousin. Like if your parents aren't in the picture, you've got a family member or a friend, right? Oftentimes, it's very rare that we're actually lonely and have no one to talk to ever. Maybe it's even a coworker. Maybe it's your boss. You know, there is somebody on this earth that loves you, that cares about you, and that likes you at, at the very minimum, right? So we can kind of look for evidence there. But also, we start to tell ourselves, and if we want to change this, maybe we do have little people in our lives that... And we do feel lonely, right? If we want to change this and we want to kind of manifest, if you will, or attract more people into our lives, we can do this through simply affirmations. It's a a great place to start. So you can start saying things to yourself every day, like, I attract good people in my life, or the people in my life truly care about me and truly love me, or I, you know, I easily connect with other people because X, Y, and Z. And just start making little affirmations around the thing that you want to control, the thing that you want to fix, and the limiting belief that you have that is holding you back from being happy, from living your best life, for lack of a better word. And I guess just holding you back from living optimally, living the life that you want to live. So that was kind of a sidebar on affirmations. I've done some other podcasts on this, but I kind of want to leave that there. But I... I just want you to understand that this is kind of where we start, right? This is a basic, and this is how I started my journey, and I turned things around in the very beginning. But at that time, like, even when I learned about affirmations, I knew this information, like, I understood, I didn't really truly understand what it meant to shift your own reality and that you are in control until really about a year ago. And as I continue to get deeper and deeper into this, more challenges, more limiting beliefs are arising, which we're going to talk about And I'm just continuing to understand this deeper and deeper as I peel back like all of these layers of who I am and what my beliefs are. And so with all of these lessons learned, I just kind of want to pull a few out that I think would be most relevant to you just depending on where you're at in your journey. So I want to kind of start here at the beginning, like where I was, where I started, and what the basics are. So a basic lesson that I want you to comprehend today is that it is truly up to you to determine your reality. And that may be hard for some of us to comprehend, right? A lot of times we think these external factors are what make up our reality, right? Like we see a tree, so there is a tree, but it is not a tree because we only named it a tree because we have to use our language to comprehend what is actually in front of us. The truth is that there's an object there that 
is this, but is it really a treat, right? Like, so we can kind of like go down this rabbit hole of like what things actually are, but when it comes to our reality, even at the basic level of there being a tree in front of you or a chair in front of you, or as we get deeper, you know, these limiting beliefs of you feeling lonely, of you only attracting like crappy partners or of you getting in your own way when it comes to your health and wellness journey. Like at this point, we've, we can like determine that this is our reality and we get to determine this at a level. It's not those external factors. So once you kind of learn how to conquer your mind and you learn that your mind has all these limits, you are able to evolve and expand in ways that you never even expected. And I, I want to give an example. So most people are not waking up automatically happy. Like that's just where we are as a society, I feel like. And most people are waking up depressed. They're immediately grabbing their phone, um, getting a dopamine overload. The rest of their day is kind of crappy because they started the day off on the wrong foot. And they just are like, oh, another day, another dollar kind of mindset, right? Like we're waking up and it's like another day of the same thing. Let's just keep rolling. You know what I mean? And I used to be this exact same way. I felt life was so mundane. I felt like I was doing the same thing every single day of my life. I didn't want to wake up like most days. Um, When I did, I immediately woke up. I felt lonely. I felt anxious. I was constantly stressed. And my insecurities literally ruled my life. Like I woke up in a negative mindset. I didn't want to do what I had set out for the day. And I just didn't have a great outlook on life, really, honestly. And when I say these things, like I truly, I'm being honest with you. Like I really did feel this way. And I still remember that I'd be driving. And a lot of times I felt like most of my thoughts would like hit me when I'm driving. And you know what? Actually, as I speak this out loud, I think it would probably be because this was the one time I wasn't covering up my emotions by looking at my phone or keeping myself busy or being at work or being distracted when I was driving. Obviously, you don't really have any distractions because at this point when you've been driving for so long, if you're just on autopilot, right? And so my mind is actually starting to race and starting to think and starting to evaluate. So I just made that connection there. Anyway, so that's another lesson I guess I've learned is not to repress these emotions by distracting myself. <laughs> but anyway, I remember this usually would happen while I was driving and I would get images of like past conversations in my head. So I'd like be driving and I would like get a flashback. Like, you know, when you get those flashbacks and like you immediately cringe, that would happen to me like every single day. I would imagine these like random conversations, like not imagine, I guess reflect on these random conversations I would have from other people's perspective. So I would like imagine in my own head, what were they thinking of me? What were they thinking? they probably thought I was stupid. Like I would literally beat myself up and ask myself over and over like, why would you say that? Why would you do that? Why would you laugh that way? Why would you make that face? Like, why would you move that way? Like, oh my gosh, what are people thinking of me when I do X, Y, and Z? Like, do they think I'm called? Like all these things, I would just go on and on in my head and I could not turn it off. I, I couldn't. I literally was obsessing over what other people's perceptions were of me. And, you know, looking back, it was mostly just because I didn't have a great perception of myself. I was very insecure. I was not taking care of myself physically, mentally, nutritionally. I felt like a fraud. I felt like people could see through me. I didn't really know what my direction was in life. Again, I woke up feeling mundane. Like I just had, didn't feel like I had a purpose. And, you know, all those things kind of reflected into my self-concept and my self-perception. And I dealt with it every single day. Like I would say like at least you know, aside from sleeping, the majority of my day, I was stressed, I was worried, I was anxious, I was obsessing over other people's perceptions of me. And 
I laugh at this now because after like mastering that, I was able to completely turn this around. Like I truly do not have those thoughts anymore. And if something does like try to pop in my head, cause I feel like, you know, we're human. Obviously I thought that way for a really long time. So sometimes I can, I'll catch myself like a, a thought like that will come up. I'm like, I can easily shut it down now. I can easily move past it. I can easily laugh at it. Like, why would I even think that that's not me, right? I'm able to give myself some grace. Even if I did make a cringy mistake, like I'm human and we all are. And like, at this point, I don't care. Like, I just, I don't care if I made a mistake. I don't care if I was cringy. I don't care if that person is reflecting on the conversation we had and they think I said something a little silly or off-putting. Like at the end of the day, not everybody's gonna like me and I'm fine with that because there are people that I have opinions about too. And it's just, we are, we, we at the end of the day, if we just remove that, it's nothing. We're human. I don't care. <laughs> and so it's funny to speak on this now and it might be hard just hearing the way that I'm talking that I ever had felt that way before, but I am not exaggerating when I tell you that I genuinely, I genuinely did not feel good when I woke up and I genuinely obsessed over what people thought of me. And I'm also not exaggerating when I tell you that I genuinely wake up now happy to be alive. Like I literally love myself, not in a vain way, but like in a truly loving way where I can give myself grace, where I can be gentle with myself. I love spending time with myself. I love learning more about myself. I love experiencing life through my own reality. It's like actually fun. And like <sighs> me four years ago, I could not even believe that I'm saying this stuff. Like I, I could not even begin to comprehend what I'm saying, but I truly, I truly enjoy my own company and it's just been a life-changing shift. Anyway, I share this little story because I truly just want you to understand that your life can change. If I did it, you can do well because I thought it was never changing. I, you know, sought out therapy, you know, that was impactful as well, but I would, because I was in this anxious state, while I was obsessing over these thoughts, I would also obsess over the fact that I couldn't get them out of my head. And it was like, I had a battle with myself and I was at a war and I would tell myself to shut up. I would literally be like, why, why the fuck are you thinking that? I would get angry at myself. Your perception of yourself in the world can change. I just want you to believe that, okay? Now, this kind of like little sidebar, if you do like to read, if you're into self-development, a couple books that have like really transformed my mind and outlook on life are the five agreements. I know the original is the four agreements, but they've updated a fifth agreement that I believe is worth having that version because it's literally the four agreements plus this fifth agreement um, by Don Miguel Ruiz. I think he, I just love his philosophies. He's amazing. And then another book is The Mastery of Love, I believe. I hope I'm not butchering that, but oh, I love that book too. And that's just a lot on like human relationships, how we show up in relationships. That's incredibly impactful as well, especially if you are in a transformative part of your life or you're just like wanting to be a better person. I think these two books have like genuinely opened my mind to so much and have allowed me to step out of that limiting mindset of where I'm so worried about what everyone else is thinking of me. Like he breaks that apart. So anyway, recommend those two books. Now at this point, I've healed like those past struggles, right? And limiting beliefs. Like you can tell as I'm speaking that it's a lot easier for me or those thoughts don't really come up. But I notice that as I level up, new limiting beliefs arise. Usually these limiting beliefs I've noticed are stemming from like similar beliefs that I've had in the past, but they're like showing up in different ways. So as growing up, we all have like wounding messages, you know, from our parents, from teachers, from our friends, from society. Like we all have some level of wounding messages depending on where we're getting them from. And they can reoccur and show up in different ways as you grow and evolve and new challenges are presented. 
And like I mentioned before, I used to fear other people's perceptions of me, like, in person mostly. I was, like, terrified of their judgments, mostly, like, in conversation, just in general. And like I said, kind of healed that, got through that. But now I'm noticing, like, similar beliefs are popping up when I'm trying to accomplish, like, these larger goals I've set out for myself. So I have set out some major goals for myself this year. Um, and this is a little uncomfortable for me, for me to talk about. I don't really ever talk about finances or money or anything like that. I don't, you know, you know, finances can be a little taboo, but I'm just going to share it for the purpose of growth and being vulnerable. One of my goals this year is to double my income from last year. And it's a pretty, you know, large goal. So I just, I really want to do that so I can put those resources into reaching, helping more women. Because if the business is growing, that means we're impacting more women and we have more resources to get more knowledge and elevate, you know, hire people on that can provide X, Y, and Z. And so I've got all these visions, right, for the future and what this wants to look like. And to reach this goal, I've mapped out some specifics and some plans to get there. However, as I'm doing so, I really find my limiting beliefs are popping up. So I've like kind of brought to the surface that I feel unworthy to make money in that expense, right? I feel unworthy to support that many women. I like ask myself like, who am I to be sharing this knowledge and information? Who am I to think I can be an authoritative figure in the health and wellness space? And some of you might be like laughing out loud, like what? She's great. Like she shares all this information. She shares new topics weekly. She's got a podcast. She shares on social media. She's got a private community. She clearly has great success with her clients. You know, like it looks on the outside that, you know, that I devote a lot of time and energy into my profession, which I do. But from the outside perspective, it's like clear to see that I am capable, right? And as humans, we just have that level of insecurity and Mine often shows up in imposter syndrome, kind of like I just explained. But as I have before, like, I know I'm conquering this. I'm already making so much progress towards this. But as I've grown and evolved, I'm noticing these beliefs come up. And at this point, it's our responsibility to deal with them. Because I know, sure as hell, I'm not letting this hold me back. I am not going to let my limiting belief hold me back from impacting thousands of women one day. I am not going to let my limiting belief hold me back from living the life that I want to live and that I deserve to live, right? Because I feel like I can't or I'm unworthy. Like that's such a joke, right? But it's very real, like when you're the person in it. And so as I'm as I'm working through this, it's just been really impactful to understand how important my community is. And that is a lesson I've really learned this year, how important it is to surround and be surrounded like-minded people that I want to see win and they want to see me win and people that can just guide me and mentor me and be a better version to just allow me to be a better version of myself so once I caught some of these beliefs realized how stuck I felt I felt led to do something about it I really wanted to find a community I wanted to find a mentor that can help me with these specific limiting beliefs and just to find that support that I cannot get from myself right like I truly believe I am powerful I am confident I can do what I set my mind to but I also understand that we weren't put on this earth to be alone right we weren't put on this earth to go through things alone so I reached out and I just to be blunt, I invested in a mindset coach. I felt like that's what I was called to do, right? And expand my community among other things and try to find more like-minded people in my personal life. But this mindset coach, her name is Asia. She's just helped me dramatically. Like we touch base week to week. It's literally like therapy on steroids. 
I like those neural connections we were talking about earlier. I literally feel new neural connections happening every single week. She helps me break this down, pack it up for the better. Like it's insane. It's been so empowering, so impactful. But to be honest with you, I was a bit reluctant at first because it's an expense. It's an investment, right? And I knew, I just knew deep down though that that resistance was telling me that a new me was on the other side. I was going to have to get uncomfortable because that's just, that's how things work, right? I had to get uncomfortable to see what I could do on that other side. So I closed my eyes, said yes, I committed, and oh my gosh, am I glad that I did. That imposter syndrome I was speaking about earlier is getting broken down minute by minute. I can feel myself being free from it. I can feel myself working on these limiting beliefs. And I'm just truly like stepping into my power as a female business owner and realizing I'm truly capable of any goal that I have set for myself. And just the thought that I have it is proving it to be a possibility. And it's just crazy because looking back even a year from now to like understand the mindset I'm tackling and taking on is just a huge jump. And I'm, I'm very grateful. Like I've been able to conquer more limiting beliefs way quicker than I have before. I've been able to find so much security in myself and I like know that I'm taken care of no matter what. And a new me has literally been born because I decided to take a leap of faith, invest in myself when I knew I needed it. Long story short, I'm not sure if you're in a similar situation or not, but if you have that sense of urgency or you've already looked into some details of a program, whether it's a mindset coach, whether it's therapy, health coaching, whatever it is, you've been thinking about this, but you're maybe just afraid to invest because it is expensive, but you kind of know that expense is going to be worth it because it's more high level. You know, it's more one-on-one. It's going to truly help you see your goal to fruition. I genuinely think like no matter what it is, you should go for it. If it feels in alignment, right? Finances aside, without that financial pressure, if it's like, yes, this is what I need to do. It's for you. Take that leap of faith because a better, happier you is waiting on that other side. And with that being said, let's start taking control of our thoughts. Let's start taking control of our reality. Let's start using affirmations to make ourselves better, affirm the greatness we are, especially as women. We're so freaking powerful. We have so many qualities and characteristics and just stepping into our power is a beautiful thing. Being a feminine woman is a beautiful thing. Being able to pull from the masculine when you need to achieve something and have that ambition is a beautiful thing. Being able to find that balance is just such a beautiful thing and just take control of that, dive into that and stop letting outside circumstances weigh you down because without you, these outside circumstances couldn't be experienced. Without you, there is no emotion, fear, sadness, anger. Those things cannot be felt without you, right? So that automatically makes you above those things. So whenever you're feeling that way, just be like, no, I'm above it. It's good. That's below me. I'm good, right? Obviously, sidebar but yes we want to process our emotions healthily of course but just reaffirm like you are above that you are above self-doubt you are above your limiting beliefs they don't work without you so you are literally in control of those you are capable of whatever you want to accomplish and like i said before this is one of the first things i teach my clients and if you've been wondering what it's like to work with me to claim your power get healthy af you know check the show notes for information and i'm just going to leave it at that you know there's some free resources and links in the show notes every single week i just kind of copy and paste those in for you guys because i truly want to help you in any way that i can um whether it's just a little bit extra support or you do want that one-on-one coaching 
I'm gonna leave it at that. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for letting me be vulnerable with you. Sometimes we have to gotta get uncomfortable to share our message, to share our truth, to inspire other people. So I truly appreciate you. I always appreciate your support. Like I freaking just, I love you. I love you so much. So thank you. If you found this episode helpful and you would love to share it with somebody that would benefit from this episode just as much as you did, that would mean the world to me. Just spread the love, spread the wealth, spread the knowledge. I cannot wait to freaking chat with you next week. Thank you.